Hello, this is Nick of the Show Some Initiative podcast, and this is going to be the first episode of a new series called Nickopedia, in which I explain uh, Vampire the Masquerade lore. These will be releasing on the off weeks in between episodes of the podcast, and will be of a shorter duration than the normal episodes. The first episode today will be focusing on kindred biology, and by biology I mean their abilities, how they're created, things of that nature. So, first we should talk about kindred's basic abilities. The most obvious is this, kindred are immortal. Kindred do not age, naturally, and in fact, it goes further than that even than most settings. Kindred are in what's called a state of stasis. What this means is that each kindred is frozen in how they looked when they were embraced. They cannot change this. Even if they cut their hair by the time they woke up next night, the hair would be back exactly how it was when they were embraced, and they have no way to change this except by the use of disciplines, and that would be a rare sight at that. Kindred are affected by the sun. Very severely. A kindred caught out in the sunlight will almost always die unless the exposure is extremely short. In addition, kindred cannot even stay awake during the daytime even if they are protected from the sunlight. They experience a supernatural drowsiness that will cause them to fall asleep almost inexorably unless they are of extremely high willpower. Kindred are not affected by most of the classical wards in vampire mythology. Garlic doesn't do anything. Silver doesn't do anything to most vampires, although some are affected by it, but that is rare. And they don't bring cross running water just fine. And they don't have to ask to enter places for sure. In fact, uh, sects such as the Sabbat make good use of the fact that they can enter wherever they want. All kindred, regardless of their clan or abilities, can boost their natural physical capabilities. This is called blood buffing, and in which they use the vitae, the blood in their veins, in order to strengthen themselves or make themselves move faster or make themselves tougher. This is not the most efficient way to use blood, typically, but because of this, any kindred, no matter how weak they were in life, can hit like a professional boxer or a weightlifter when they need to. Kindred can regenerate from most wounds. This is not an automatic process. Kindred must use blood that they have uh, drained from others in order to do this. And an important thing to note is that kindred do not heal naturally if they do not do this. A kindred can only heal through using blood to regenerate themselves. And they can recover from really most wounds. I mean, you can punch a hole in a kindred, you can riddle them with bullets, they'll be fine, as long as they can regenerate later. Kindred can be killed by a few things. Massive trauma in general can kill a kindred. If you rip them in half and dice them up, the kindred's dead. In particular, if you destroy the head of a kindred, you blow his head off with a shotgun, you cut it off, you do whatever, that kindred is dead uh, almost immediately. If the brain is destroyed, the kindred is gone. A stake to the heart does not kill kindred, notably. However, it does paralyze them. A kindred with a stake through the heart cannot move in 
pretty much any circumstances except for a very few, which is often why this is used by hunters and by other kindred to capture kindred, as the case may be. Kindred can also create ghouls, ghouls being humans that have fed on vampire blood and gained some modicum of supernatural powers from it. Ghouls, when they are fed in this way, vampire blood, become bound to the vampire that fed them, and as a result, they will become bound to serve them and to help them, sometimes they'll even fall in love with them. Now, a key thing to note about vampire biology is that vampires' kindred are dead. They do not breathe, they do not need oxygen to survive, nor do they need normal food and water. In fact, they don't breathe normally unless they are intentionally doing so or need to to do things like talking. Kindred, in fact, cannot eat normal food and drink. When most kindred eat this, with a select few who have acquired the ability to do so, whether by natural or by training, um, most kindred, when they eat normal food, it will taste like rotten worms and just awful garbage to them. In fact, they just they can't even keep it down. Even kindred that can eat normally cannot ingest it. Their digestive system does not work anymore. And for that reason, they'll at some point need to vomit up the food, even if they eat it normally. Finally, kindred must drink blood. Not doing so will not kill a kindred. However, it will make them weaker and weaker until eventually they enter a coma-like state called torpor, in which they cannot react or are completely dead to the world, unless they are then fed and reawakened. Additionally, not feeding will make them hungrier, and as they get hungrier, they become more likely to do what's called a frenzy, which will be explained later. Now, a key thing to understand for vampire biology, this also applies to vampire society, but that will be for a different video. All, almost every kindred, every vampire belongs to a clan. These clans, of which there are 13 total, give each kindred that belongs to them a unique set of vampiric abilities called disciplines. At the same time, they also receive a weakness based on what clan they are in. Now, disciplines, as I said, are vampiric powers, mostly very obviously supernatural. This ranges from controlling animals to super speed to blood sorcery to supernatural charisma. Run the gamut, you can think of anything. It's probably a discipline. And the weaknesses also vary greatly. There's exactly one weakness per clan, and these are tied to the attitudes of the clan, typically. So, for example, the Ventru, very snooty, very higher class. Their weakness is that they can only ingest certain types of blood. And this can vary greatly from only people from a specific city, or only nurses, or only what have you. Or the Lasombra, for example, do not appear in mirrors or videotapes, right? No matter what they do, they just simply don't appear in them. And these will be covered, along with disciplines, more in greater detail when I do videos on individual clans. So, moving on. There also exists Kaitif. These are clanless vampires, and they are usually made by mistake. When a vampire embraces another, sometimes it won't quite take and as a result, a kaitiff is made, they're not showing the traits of the clans. 
Often they are thin bloods as well, but that will be explained later in the recording. Kaitif can learn any discipline and have no weaknesses. However, they cannot learn them as quickly and are often of a higher generation, again explained later. A key thing to note for them is that they are outcasted by kindred society and are largely abandoned or seen as liabilities. Now, moving on to the embrace and the system of generations. A new kindred is created through what is called the embrace. In this process, a kindred completely drains a human, thus killing them. However, they then fill them back up with their own vitae, their own blood, thus reanimating them as a vampire. A key note with this is that the embrace can be very dangerous because every kindred, when they awake for the first time, they have no human blood in their veins. And as the urge to drink blood flows into them, they are always ravenously hungry the first time they awaken as a vampire, which can lead to very unfortunate, very tragic incidents with many kindred draining completely just innocent people or even those close to them if they're nearby as this ravenous hunger overtakes them. Now, all vampires have a generation. These generations are the unbroken chain back to Cain, who is the semi-mythical first vampire amongst kindred, all the way to the modern day. Now, when a vampire is embraced, they are one generation further from Cain than their sire was, the vampire who embraced them. And accordingly, their vampiric power decreases with each generation, with older generations being more powerful as vampires. The 13th generation is the newest generation that exists in the modern-day setting, and it is the last generation that is possessed of full vampiric abilities. Vampires of the 14th generation onwards are known as Thinbloods. Thinbloods are not true vampires. They cannot embrace others. Or if they can, it's very, very unlikely that they are able to. They possess much less, if any, vampiric abilities, and are absolutely outcasted by kindred society, even more so than Kaitif, although often they overlap. However, a key thing to note with Thin Bloods is that they do not show the characteristic weaknesses that normal kindred do. Many of them can do things like eat normal food, or not needing blood to survive, having normal children. Some can even walk in sunlight normally. So it has its ups and its downs, though unfortunately largely downs, given being pulled into the world of kindred. Finally, one of the most important aspects when speaking of kindred is the beast. All kindred possess the beast inside of them. This is an internal, animalistic, and predatory side that only wants to eat and to survive. The beast of note is not a split personality. It's not a different side of you or a different object that takes over entirely. It's more an intense amplification of the natural instincts that a human being has as they transition from a normal human to a predator of the night. This is key to describing kindred as a whole. 
kindred fundamentally, when they are embraced, aren't the same as they were. They're still the person that they were. However, they have become a predator, and they have become a human being that has been laden with a predator's instincts as a result. All kindred must control the beast in their day-to-day lives. And if they fail to, the beast can take over them for limited periods of time. And when this happens, kindred lose their sense of self. They lose their self-control, and they act like just a savage animal. This is called frenzy. During frenzy, a vampire uses all of their strength to kill, to drain anyone around them. In the state of frenzy, a vampire is simply a predator. A frenzying vampire is no different than a hungry tiger let loose in a crowd of people. Depending on the individual kindred's level of self-control, what causes frenzy can range quite a bit. Intense hunger can cause frenzy in some kindred, grievous injury as well, or harm to uh, others that they sponsor or are friends with even. With some kindred, especially those who have lost much of their humanity or have just very low self-control, even something like a severe insult could cause frenzy, which is why places like Elysium and Neutral Ground for Vampires have a tendency to be so polite. There also exists Rotstrich, or the Red Fear, which is another type of frenzy, essentially. When vampires are exposed to either fire or the sun, they become instinctually terrified. How much so, again, depends on the individual, but a kindred fully caught in the red fear will flee from the source of it and will tear apart anything or anyone that is in their way. Again, it is the mindless, animalistic side of them, but whereas frenzy is the fight instinct, Rotstrich is the flight instinct. Now, all kindreds seek to combat the beast, even regardless of what their personal morality is. Even if they don't care about killing humans, they will still fight the beast, and the reason for this is that if the beast grows too powerful, it will take over the kindred permanently and obliterate their personality entirely, leaving a creature that is just a savage animal and nothing more. These creatures that are left by the obliteration of what once was Kindred's personality are called Whites, W-I-G-H-T. And once they reach this point, there is no recovering them. A White will go around and destroy and kill and feed, and the only fate that it can expect is either being caught out in the sunlight and destroyed, or hunted down by vampire hunters, or, in fact, other kindred trying to uphold the masquerade. So, we've gone over quite a bit of kindred biology and their abilities, giving you a good idea of their capabilities. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll see you next week.